Hi, KTWB. Hey, this is Jordan. Hey, Jordan. Robbie Owens, how are you? Doing good, Robbie. How you doing, man? Good. Where are you right now? Man, I'm in Savannah, Georgia. Oh, I bet it's nice there. It's hot. It's hot. <laughs> but yeah, it is. It's a nice time. It's a great day. Just uh, the, the epitome of too hot to fish and too hot to go. Oh, what is it, 100 degrees there? Uh, probably something close to that. Oof. Uh, but you know, just that good old southeast humidity gets you too, so... Well, here's your spoiler alert for next week. I believe when you get here, when you perform on Friday, it'll be a balmy 93 here in Sioux Falls. Hey, how about that? Oh. Hey, see, I can take that. Like, I'm telling you, I can do, I can do Sioux Falls 90. Uh, I'll take that over 88 in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and 100% humidity any day. Good. Good. Well, we're looking forward to having you here. It's going to be fun. I'm stoked. Jordan Davis, my first question to you is, being married to an attorney, what's it like to never win an argument in your marriage? <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, you know, now I'm just used to it. I feel like she's beat me down enough to where it's like, well, there's no point, really. I'm going to argue for the sake of making myself feel good that to say I'll put up a fight. But yeah, <laughs> I, I haven't won an argument since I met her in 2014. So you haven't won. My next question is, have you ever won one before? And the answer is no, huh? No. God, no. She did wreck our car the other day, so I won that one. Oof. Not really an argument, but it's just more like, hey, pay attention to poles and parking garages. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. They say what? Pick your battles, right? When you're married, they say pick your battles. Maybe that one you kind of yeah. kept quiet about, right? But you, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've just been sending her photos of, like, anytime I come across, like, a parking pole, I just send her a photo <laughs> of it. So that's me. I like to think of that as a win. So I guess you could say I'm winning this one. I, I like your passive-aggressive wins. I like that. That's 100%. nice. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Whenever I do get one, I got to I gotta really, really extort it. Oh, yeah. For not just you, but for all men who have been married before right. and are married right now, you are representing all men that have never won an argument 100%. before. 100%. I'm carrying, I'm carrying the torch for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> You've got two kids now. Now, having been an attorney as your wife and, and yourself, who gets to dictate who gets the punishment? Like, do you flip a coin? Who does that? No, I'm definitely the, the punisher. You uh, are really? I am. I do the disciplining because if it was to be up to my wife, there would be no discipline. <laughs> it would just be like, oh, well, I talked to her. I talked to Eloise and we're good. I'm like, no, babe, that's not how this is going to work. She's going <laughs> to realize she did something bad. So I'm, I'm definitely that I'm definitely that guy. And my dad was that way, too. Your big break, yeah. Jordan Davis, came on a fishing trip. Like you had a, yeah, you had a spontaneous sure. audition. How did that come about? Or it was a kind of a camping trip. Yeah, uh, I, when we talking about when we were sitting around the fire playing songs. Yeah, yeah, that's how it was. Uh, it was literally we went. Yeah, we went to a buddy of mine. He has a a cabin a little west of town. Sorry, a little east of Nashville. And we went out there, and you know, we we fished that morning. Came back and started a fire. And you know, I've been drinking fishing because <laughs> that's what I do whenever I fish. Right. And I got back, and next thing I know, people are passing the guitar around the campfire. And I look up and I was like, oh gosh, there's like some big songwriters here and a couple of big music industry people. And he gets to me and I like can't remember the words. I can't, I don't know what I'm playing. Like, you know, <laughs> and I was like, oh man, I totally do this. And I wake up the next morning, I'm driving back to Nashville 
and my now one of my best friends and the first guy that ever signed me to a publishing deal in Nashville calls me and was like, hey, man, I feel bad for you last night. I know that I can tell that you didn't think that we were going to be playing guitar or anything. So come into my office next week, play me some songs. And that's how I got started in Nashville. I signed a deal not long after that. Wow. Your brother is a writer. Your uncle is a writer. Yep. You're a songwriter. Who's the best songwriter in the family? Be honest. Uh, my uncle. Yeah, my uncle's got to speak, man. He's, uh, I mean, and I'm, I'm, I'm not just saying that because he's my family. I mean, one of, one of the best songwriters I've ever been around, uh, you know, has, has hits with Tracy Lawrence and Ken Mellon and a lot of guys from the 90s. But I'm more so like fans of some of the songs of his that have never been recorded. You know, I mean, he's been writing songs for 30 years. So, I mean, there's some of the best country songs I've ever heard that just live in his demos. So Uncle Stan's got me and Jacob beat on that. Now, being within a family of songwriters like your uncle and your brother, does it make you a better songwriter as well? Yeah. I think, uh, you know, I think me and Jacob both kind of credit my uncle for having, you know, giving us a career in Nashville because we were around such a good songwriter from since we could remember. You know, when we started in Nashville, we kind of had a really good sounding board to go off of. And we were a song and we'd listen to it and I'd be like, I don't know, how does that hold up to some of the stuff that I've heard from Uncle Stan that never got cut, you know? That was a very good sounding board for us to be like, hey, this song might be good to us, but it's not good enough to cut it in Nashville, you know? So I think that kind of made me and Jacob the songwriters we are today. You're huge hit by Dirt with Luke Bryan. I mean, it's it's blowing up. And honestly, in my opinion, that's not even the best song on the EP. I love Church in a Chevy. That's my favorite song from you. Thank you. That's I love the. Yeah. It's so well written. I love the how, how emotional you sing it. Do you have a favorite song on your EP? Do you have a favorite song you've ever cut before? I mean, you know, by Dirt, yeah, it's, it's a special one. Uh, I'm glad you said that. Church in a Chevy really is one of my favorite songs I've ever written. I always kind of kick myself that we didn't make that a single. I think that it could have been a really big song, but, you know, it is what it is, and we just kind of look at it like, hey, go write another one. Uh, but, yeah, Church and Chevy is definitely one of my favorites. Uh, I put a song out called Leaving New Orleans on my debut album that means a lot to me, just about how special New Orleans is and me and my wife's, you know, relationship. And So, yeah, those are two that, that I always kind of go back and, you know, look back on them and be proud of those songs, Leaving New Orleans and Church and Chevy. Are you recorded by Dirt? With your man crush Luke Bryan, is there a lady crush you wanna <laughs> you wanna sing with? Do you have a lady crush well, you wanna sing with somewhere? So I I actually have the duet partner that I've that I've been wanting to do a song with for a long time. Uh, we just wrapped up a duet together, so I can't give it out yet because I'm really excited about it and I want to I want to give this song uh, a, tr- a proper uh, chance to kind of build some excitement around it, but. Uh, I can say that the one person that I have wanted to record a song with for a long time, we finally just checked it off the list a couple days ago. And we can't break that on my show, huh? We can't break this news? <laughs> I know. I wish I could. Uh, we're very soon out. Uh, she is She's one of my favorite voices in Nashville, just as sweet as can be. And uh, I love the song, and I think it's going to be a big one. So here soon, we'll, we'll have it released. If I guess it, will you tell me who it is? Yeah. Okay, be- because... A few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, I got a chance to talk with Lainey Wilson, and she is by far the sweetest girl on the planet. Amazing voice. We talked about how she should cover Leanne Womack's solitary thinking. We're both big Leanne Womack fans. Is it Lainey Wilson? I can say that it's not Lainey Wilson. Ah! I do love Lainey, and she's from Louisiana. She's from Northwest Louisiana, just like me. Uh, 
So, like, I love Lainey to death. But, uh, hey, maybe in the future. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I do love Lainey, but it's not Lainey. But it's not Lainey. All right, well, I give it a She's shot. Too busy. She's too busy being a daggum, what, she's a movie star now. You're she's in Yellowstone. on Yellowstone next Crushing season. It. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, crushing it in music, touring. She's on a, she's on a Luke Combs tour this fall. Like, she's too busy to come over and sing a song with me. When I talked to her, she called me from, like, an Amazon delivery van with a bunch of dudes and guitars and stuff, and now she's on Yellowstone. That's crazy. I know. It's crazy. You have any aspirations to be an actor? Uh, I mean, I, th- I think the only thing that's intriguing to that is just, like, the it's something new that, you know, I've never... Uh, it was no, It's nothing I've ever had a dream to be an actor. I think that, you know, after doing a couple music videos, and, uh, you know, I feel like it's, I would, like, welcome the challenge. I think that would be really fun, you know, just to try something new. And but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see me. I don't, don't look for me on the big screen anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, the paycheck's pretty nice too, though. Besides doing something different, the paycheck is probably really good. Yeah, yeah, that would be, that would be really, that would be nice. Jordan Davis, this is the first time I have ever done this on my show, and we're gonna do it with you. We're gonna lightning round this thing. Oh, all right, lightning round. With Jordan Davis's beard. I've got six questions and 30 seconds on the clock. Answer as truthfully, as honestly, and as quickly as you can. Jordan Davis, are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. What do you use to make your beard so lush and full? Savage Mane Beard Oil. Have you ever thought about starting your own facial hair magazine called Bushy Beard Quarterly? <laughs> no, but now I, now I do, yeah. <laughs> Finish this sentence. The last time I was clean shaven and saw what my chin looked like was? 2015. What's the weirdest thing you've ever found in your beard? A toothpick. Like a quarter of a toothpick. Better carnival attraction. The strongest man with the handlebar mustache or the bearded lady? Oh, bearded lady. And we ran out of time, but I got to throw this in here. If your beard had a name, what would it be? Yukon Cornelius. <laughs> from, from, from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. That's brilliant. Yeah. That is brilliant. Yeah, I, can't, I can't take credit for that. No. Uh, my buddy Stormy Warren gave me that name. So, but yeah, that one's tough. That's great. Jordan Davis, we can't wait for you to come to town. Looking forward to having you here, man. Absolutely. Thank you all for talking to me. We'll see you all soon.